Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. away the bird man will play welcome bird man ken hackman and good morning everybody in mississippi and some outlying areas as well ken hackman the bird man here for you Sitting in for Garden Mama, getting a little well-deserved rest this morning, and we've got an exciting show for you. We hope to uh, to really rock your world this morning, as long as you're interested in birds, of course. We'll be talking about gardening for the birds, what's happening out there right now. Uh, before we get started, though, we've got Daniel there in the behind-the-glass area, and Daniel, what's it look like for the weather today? Well, right now, Ken, the um, weather's looking pretty good. It's going to be... It basically probably around 72 degrees all day today, and the low is going to be 45, And but mostly it's going to be clear and sunny all day. Love that sunshine. Love that sunshine. You know, this is probably my favorite time of year. We've got a few of the winter holdouts still hanging around. The cedar wax wings are still here. The um, the yellow belly sapsucker I saw the day before yesterday. It's just a great time of year. But our spring migrants are showing up. We've already had reports of Baltimore Orioles. Uh, we've had reports of early warbler species coming through. Uh, I heard some vireos yesterday. And for me, one of the exciting things is for the 19th year in a row, we have a pair of northern rough-winged swallows that have moved into a very special spot that I will not release the vocation of. Um, location, that is. Um, very special pair of northern rough-winged swallows. Probably not the original pair, but for 17, 18 years now, they've come back to the same exact place to nest and raise their young for the next generation. Always get a kick out of that. It's right there on the campus at Madison Central High School where I teach zoology. And my students always, always love having the opportunity to witness that exciting miracle of nesting and life. Um, sitting in my dad's backyard the other day, um, noticed he was, he was bemoaning the fact, my poor father was bemoaning the fact that he had no bluebirds moving into his houses. But as we sat and watched, a pair of Carolina chickadees decided that they were going to uh, check the box out. If you've got bluebird boxes up, don't discourage the chickadees. Now, if you check your bluebird box and there's nothing but grass in there, you might want to tear that out before some eggs get laid. Once the eggs get laid, there's nothing you can do. Uh, but if you see a grass nest full of grass, maybe a little bit of cellophane, um, then go ahead and take that out. Those are the invasive house sparrows, and we certainly don't want to encourage them. Uh, more on the excitement for today. We have uh, later on, we're going to be talking to Colette McIntyre with the Garden Club of Jackson. They're having their spring tour coming up, and we're going to spend a few minutes talking to Colette about that. Always, always a good time. As always, we'd like to talk to you and see what's going on in your backyard. Check it out and find out what the uh, what the world looks like in your neck. Um, if 
You need to, give us a call at 888-808-8637. Always free call, 888-808-8637. Remember that this is a caller-driven show. If you don't call in, then I have to sit here and drone on and on for two hours. You don't want that? (laughs) Trust me, I don't want it very much, although I can talk forever, as anybody that knows me knows. also, that ceasefire text line, if you want to send in a text, you don't want to get on the air, that ceasefire text line is 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Give us a text or give us a call. We'll be glad to talk to you. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, it's going to be a gorgeous day out there. Daniel, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, it's going to be really gorgeous today, but I would say Wednesday is the one we got to watch out for because we're supposed to have another nasty storm coming in. I saw that uh, this morning as I was getting ready to head out. Another nasty day on Wednesday, but you know what? That's four days away. We've got we've got today, we've got uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, and then we'll have to look at some more. <sighs> but that's okay. We're going to have a good time with it. We're going to have a good time with it. I wanted to spend a few minutes this morning. Uh, one of the earliest migrants that we see every year usually hit the coast around March 4th, and it's not too many days after that before they get to our neck of the woods. One of Mississippi's most beloved birds, and that is the ruby-throated hummingbird. The ruby-throated hummingbird uh, hits the coast every year on March 4th. You can set your calendar by it, and uh, it's just an exciting time. They are especially interested in early blooming spring plants. Now, we're going to give you some special information on how to find some of those early blooming natives later on. Um, We'll keep that a secret for later. You have to listen the whole time this morning. Uh, Some of those early blooming native plants are the red buckeye, our native coral honeysuckle, Lanicera sempervirens, eastern redbud. I don't know how many of you know this, but eastern redbud, when it blooms out every year, is a favorite for those little hummingbirds coming across the Gulf of Mexico. Clove currant, uh, that's not one that I've grown myself, but clove currant is a great early blooming plant. And wild columbine. Uh, we'd love for you to call us at uh, 888-808-8637. Let us know if you're already seeing hummingbirds in your neck of the woods. Tell us what you've got and where you are. We'd love to talk to you about it. This is your show. It's not mine. It's your show. Tell us what's going on in your neck of the woods. We'd love to hear from you. That ceasefire text line again, ladies and gentlemen, is 601-879-4395. We'd like to say hello to all of our folks out there watching on the live stream. I do need to let you know that I've got a little tickle in the throat. Um, I'm not COVID. I'm I'm dealing with just a little touch of bronchitis left over from being ill a couple of weeks back, and I'm still having a little cough every now and then, so I'm ready to hit the cough button, and Daniel's going to be very proactive in making sure that we don't lose any time on the show as a result of that. I want to tell you about a little something-something that was happening this winter that I was so excited about, and I could not wait for spring break to come so that I could get down there to see it. I almost went during the winter, but that provided another exciting trip. Um, we'll start with the first trip. In During the, the, the break for Christmas, I, I got away. My beautiful wife and I drove up to um, Illinois 
uh, for a sighting of snowy owl. Now, for those of you that have been around, know me for a long time, you know that I have never seen a snowy owl. I'm closing in on 700 species of birds seen in the United States, and I've never seen a snowy owl. That's been one of my dreams. They nest north of the Arctic Circle, so you don't have a whole lot of opportunities to get them, especially if you're down here in Mississippi. But most winters, we get a few of them up in Maine, Minnesota, uh, New Hampshire, some of those far northern states, every now and then Michigan, Wisconsin. And one was in Illinois this summer, only six hours away. I had to try. So my wife and I packed up the car and we headed to Illinois, uh, southern Illinois, I might add, to go find this Beautiful, beautiful white owl, the snowy owl. It's a bird that's eluded me for 35 years now. I've traveled to 18 different states trying to find the snowy owl, uh, including a failed attempt in Alaska this last June, and that's another story. Um, That failed attempt was just a precursor for what was to come. We got up to southern Illinois in a little tiny town out from that town in an agricultural area to see the snowy owl, and guess what? It was gone. It was last seen the day before we were there. We heard reports of another one up in Chicago, and my my wonderful wife, and I have to tell you, I am married to not only a gorgeous woman, but a very wonderful, practical, loving, and caring woman who decided, and, and she's not a birder. That's an important distinction to make here. She's not a birder. She said, honey, it's only four hours up to Chicago. We can go see that other one up there. And she took me to Chicago. Of course, you know what happened. I dipped on that bird, too. Um, For those of you that are not serious birders, dipping is what it means when you miss seeing a bird somewhere. So I dipped on that bird. There are a couple of other interesting birds around that I really wanted to see this this winter. Um, And one stayed until the day before spring break. And that was a bat falcon that is a South American bird. It does come up as far north as the very southern parts of Mexico. Uh, Found in Costa Rica, uh, Guatemala, uh, Belize, some of the – well, not Belize – um, but but some of those those more southern areas in South America and and parts of Central America, Panama has them, and beautiful little falcon that uh, most people are not familiar with, uh, the bat falcon. And I missed that bird. It left the day before I could get out for spring break. There's also still down in the lower Rio Grande Valley of Texas a social flycatcher, also another Central and South American bird that uh, I was hoping to get to see, but. Enough about me. Let's talk about what's going on in your neck of the woods. Uh, Give us a call this morning at 888-808-8637. That's 888-808-8637. And as always, you can reach us on the C Spire text line. Don't don't text and drive. You can reach us on that ceasefire text line by dialing 601-879-4395 or texting to 601-879-4395 and we'll be glad to answer any questions that you may have uh, right here on the air just for you you don't have to get on but of course we would love to talk to you and see what's going on in your neck of the woods Uh, let's see what else is going on went to Alaska in June some of you haven't uh, been able to talk to me or hear me for a little while in June I went to Alaska one of my lifelong dreams and had a fantastic time it was a a great opportunity. I added over 30-some-odd birds, close to 40 birds to my life list. Now, I, I want to explain. I'm not just a lister. There are these people that run around just ticking off birds just to see what they can see. 
I like to enjoy the birds. Uh, I once heard the, the well-known author and birder, Pete Dunn, say that he was leading a birding tour, and there was a group of somewhat experienced and intermediate birders with him, and a cardinal flew up, and someone said, oh, look, there's a cardinal. And Pete Dunn said, where? Oh, that's a live bird for me. And everybody just looked absolutely perplexed. Surely Pete Dunn, the, the world-famous birder, had seen cardinals before. And he said, oh, yes, but I've never seen this cardinal. Sometimes we have to look at the very common and the very regular before we get the chance to see something special. And you get to enjoy something special when you look at birds. They, they bring out just a, a special joie de vivre in so many of us, okay? We've got Anna on the line from Oxford. Anna, you're talking to the Birdman right here on Super Talk Radio uh, with Weekend Gardening. How are you, Anna? I'm just fine. I was going to tell you my story of a snowy owl. Oh, no. Let's go. <laughs> are, are you going to make no, me feel it bad? Not, it, it was a very nice story. Okay. It happened in England when when I was a child. Now England is, uh, you know, is it's level with Hudson's Bay, so it's pretty right. far north, right? <laughs> and and um, this was oh, I guess like the early fifties. And um, my father was coming home from work, and I met him, and he stood me on the the um, on his bicycle. And uh, with my arms around his neck, I'm facing backwards. He's going forwards. And suddenly, something swept by us <laughs> as he's cycling. And, and it, it didn't make a sound. No, we'll talk about strange. that. <laughs> and it was very strange. And it was white. And then it, it, it almost brushed my cheek. You know, it was that close. And then oh, it wow. swept on into the um, the houses beyond. And my father saw it. He said, my God, that's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and from that day on, then my mother explained, because she was a bit of a birder herself, ah. she explained that it, what it was, it was a snowy owl. And Indeed. that's my story. Of course, I was very young. I didn't know what it was, really, but <laughs> uh, now. that was my uh, only sighting of a snowy owl. I, I detect a little bit of an accent there. What part of England do you do you hail from? Uh, Oxford. Oxford. I have to tell you, I'm going to Oxford this summer. Uh, I am really excited about the opportunity. I am a huge uh, J.R.R. Tolkien fan that I'm hoping to go to the Eagle and Child and sit down where the Inklings sat uh, and eat at the table in the pub uh, where C.S. Lewis, one of the great Christian writers of all time, and, and uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and the rest of the Inklings used to meet every week. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, but I don't think you'll see a snowy owl in the summer. No, I don't think so either. Uh, my shot at snowy owl in the summer was up in Alaska this past June, and it just did not happen because the airplane couldn't land in Barrow. Ice had, uh, fog had come in off the uh, the North Atlantic, and. Um, had frozen up the runway and we couldn't land. So uh, a great disappointment for me there because they knew exactly where the nest was. Had we been able to land, they were going to take us right to it. So 
I'm so glad that you got the opportunity to see that beautiful ghostly bird. You mentioned that it didn't make any noise. The front wings, uh, the, the front edge of the wings of owls has serrated primary feathers, serrated like a steak knife, and they literally cut through the air in such a way that they don't make any noise at all when they're flying. So yes, a ghost would be a very apt description for a snowy owl. We often hear uh, barn owls, some folks in the country call them ghost owls, because they are very pale and white underneath. But that serrated edge just cuts right through and makes them the most stealthy hunters that you can imagine. We have a few owls around here. Oh, yes, we do. We've got four species, actually. And when it's, you know, weather is nice and I leave the window open, it's lovely to hear them. Uh, and this is a time of year that you should hear quite a bit from them. They're calling back and forth. Uh, they've already laid their eggs, and, and the young are, are well on their way to becoming adults. There's a lot of uh-huh. calling going back and forth as they communicate with each other through the forest. Our, our four primary species of owl in this area are the great horned owl, the barred owl, the barn owl, and the eastern screech owl. And, and we've been fortunate enough to see all four of those right here in the Madison area where I live in Madison. Eastern screech owl, that's for sure. Oh, yes. But, um, the great horned owl, my neighbor said that she was coming down the street, and there was this very large bird sta- standing in the middle of the road. Oh, yes. And it must have been the great horned owl. Well, the great horned owl is the only one of those four that is large and has the little tufts of feathers that stick up. Those are not ear. We sometimes call them ear tufts, but they're not ears. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Anna. That was delightful to hear that story about the wonderful ghost snowy owl uh, over there in, uh, in the Oxford area. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for calling Bye-bye. in. All right. Uh, we got a break coming up. We're going to talk to Dorian from Madison immediately after this break, and we're going to talk about critters in the yard. You're talking to the Birdman, Ken Hagman, right here on Weekend Gardening. We'll be back in just a moment. Right now, you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit mwgemployerservices.com. 
I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Come and listen in to the radio station where the mighty hosts of heaven sing. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from the land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. I would say that. If you're not listening, turn your radio on. But, hey, you're listening. Welcome back to Weekend Gardening. This is Ken Hackman, the Birdman, with you. Filling in for the Garden Mama, the Empress of all things green. And we're going to have a wonderful day today. Uh, we're about to talk to Dorian from Madison about keeping birds out, or critters out, rather. And uh, before we do that, very quickly, I want to plug a very special event taking place in Bolton, Mississippi, uh, April 1st and 2nd, um, the Gaddis and McLaurin Mercantile. 
Mercantile, wonderful little place there in Bolton, is hoping they're holding rather their spring open house, and they've got all kinds of activities coming up. And Saturday. Our very own garden mama, Nellie, is going to be live on the air. They've got uh, Bonnie plants and buy one, get one free plants and all kinds of activities. Uh, There's going to be food, beverages, prizes, great deals on lots of things, live music, uh, just you name it. And, of course, Super Talk Radio is one of the sponsors, along with Bonnie Plants and Makita Tractors. It's going to be a great time. Drop on by next weekend, April 1st and 2nd, uh, there at the Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton, Mississippi. Okay, we've got Dorian on the line from Madison. Dorian, what's happening in your neck of the woods? Good morning. Um, I, uh, I First, I, I want to say I'd love to hear... Uh, grown men talk so fondly about their wives because uh, that's just that's just great to hear and to hear you talk so fondly about yours is great and uh my question kind of has to deal with that my uh beautiful bride uh loves to sit in the morning and uh she does her uh quiet time bible study in the in the little uh, breakfast nook with the window and we used to have bird feeders on the window and for okay. years that was fine um but then this past year uh we started getting um just Mice or rats. It could it could have been rats. I'm, uh, but they would they would constantly come, and we were basically starting to get overrun. And I had to, uh, you know, get some humane traps and rehome them and all that kind of stuff. And we finally understood that it was the seeds they were after. Mm-hmm. And I think some clearing in a house next to us actually maybe caused them to rehome where we were uh, due to the food we were providing. And I'm wondering if there's anything we can do to encourage birds near the window without encouraging those kinds of absolutely absolutely i've got the answer for you uh it's going to involve me plugging somebody because there's nowhere else nearby that i know of that you can get it there is a wonderful wonderful seed not called sunflower but safflower safflower is a white seed it looks very similar to sunflower in all other respects other than the fact that it's white it is for whatever reason not tasty for rodents squirrels won't eat it uh, most of the blackbird species won't touch it so you can get rid of the blackbirds that come to your feeder if you so desire um, the way that i use safflower is that i start off with a about a 50 50 blend of safflower and sunflower and then I slowly wean the sunflower out over a few feeder fillings. Uh, safflower is not known to a lot of our birds, but as they start feeding on it, along with the sunflower seed that's in there, they become used to it, and they do love it. Safflower is a fantastic seed. Discourages the squirrels. It'll get rid of the blackbirds. Um, I have heard of two squirrels in the last 20 years two squirrels that would actually eat safflower. All the others gave it up. Um, rats are pretty much along that same um, same vein because they are indeed rodents, just like the squirrels are, and they don't find it uh, very attractive. Now, there are several other things that you can do to discourage the rats, of course, mice, anything else that gets after your seed. Uh, there are plenty of seeds that have trays underneath, larger trays. Go to an extra large tray rather than a smaller one at the bottom of the feeder, and that could catch most of the uh, the remnants that you're trying to get rid of and to keep off the ground. Um, also, you might try putting up an owl box. Great horned owls will nest in almost anything, including a, a big owl box. Uh, barn owls, uh, are you near water by any chance? 
Uh, we are not. We are not. Okay. Uh, barn owl is probably not going to be there for you if you've got a barred owl, rather. If you've got any open areas, uh, grassland, farmland, whatever in your area, then the barn owl is a possibility. Your eastern screech owl is not going to come down and do a whole lot for the rats. Uh, you may be able to have a red-tailed hawk come by if the rats are, are diurnal, if they're coming out in the daytime to hit your feeder area up. Uh, but... Uh, my best recommendation would be to try that safflower seed. The only place I know of that you can get it in the area um, is Wild Birds Unlimited. They're in the Floors Gallery Shopping Center on I-55 North, uh, where the Piccadilly is. Uh, if you go in there and talk to the fine folks, tell them I sent you and let them know that you're there to pick up some safflower seed. Now, I want to be honest with you. It's more expensive than sunflower a good bit more expensive than sunflower. But when you take into account the fact that the blackbirds aren't getting it, the squirrels aren't getting it, the rats aren't getting it, it's worth the money because of the fact you're actually saving money by using it. Since the seed's not getting wrapped up by everything else, you don't have to use as much on a regular basis. How's that for you? Gotcha. That's great. Thank you. Now, the sunflower seeds, um, are they whole or are they? you actually let them... Uh, you put them in whole. Full like, sunflower seeds of black oil sunflower is the number one seed for birds in the United States. I put in uh, black oil sunflower that I get at the birding shop. I don't put in salted sunflowers and things you would get from the grocery store. Not a great thing to do. Uh, a fine quality black oil sunflower uh, from a really good location. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited is one. You can probably find it at some other places. Um, I, I do know of the quality of the seed at, at WBU. That's the only place that I'll go to get seed. Um, and if you'll mix that 50-50 with that safflower and then slowly, you know, over a period of a number of weeks, wean that black oil down and just leave it as, as nothing but safflower and you'll be fine. Awesome. Awesome. I get to make my wife happy again in the morning. <laughs> there you go. You know what they say, don't you? Um and I, I don't mean this to be condescending. I happen to be one of the most testosterone-laden feminists you'll ever meet. Um, I have heard it quite often said, happy wife, happy life. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, um, yeah, Dorian. That's cool. All right. Hey, thank you. Thanks Take for care, calling man. in right. this morning. We appreciate it. We have Ricky on the line from Brandon, and he wanted to ask questions about the species of owls. Go ahead, Ricky. You're on the air with the Birdman. Good morning. Good morning. And enjoy listening to y'all's show. And I, I couldn't help. I uh, heard several topics this morning. I just wanted to share a couple of things that um, to add to that conversation. Sure. Uh, I know someone was talking about their bluebirds. I uh, hadn't seen them nesting yet. I've got oh. bluebirds that have been building nests in, in my box for over three weeks now. And they actually started incubating on March the 20th. And I've got a security camera set up in that nest box. That, that is uh, fantastic. Watching them coming in and out and going, that's been really interesting to watch. Um, I also heard you talking about the topic of the owls in Mississippi, which uh, everybody enjoys. And uh, you were talking about the snowy owl. And I was wondering if you knew that we actually have a documented sighting 
of snowy owl in Mississippi probably in the last eight years. Yes, sir, and I chased that bird. I, I happen to be, I, I do a lot of uh, PA work and voiceover work, and I was um, the MC for a beauty pageant the week that that bird showed up. It was first reported on a Monday morning. I got the information around noon when I checked my email and I had to be backstage I'm a school teacher so I don't get finished until 345 um, and that is on a good day believe me I'm usually at school till 6 to 930 um, I usually get finished at 345 with my official duties and then um, I was going to head out except for that week I just happened to be the MC of a pageant and had to be in tux at five o'clock backstage so I didn't get to go Monday uh, again Tuesday I had to be backstage in tux at five o'clock and I didn't get to go Tuesday Wednesday the pageant doesn't run and I called a good friend of mine I happen to have my foot in a boot from a, a surgery that actually if I'm not mistaken was 2013 or 2014 my foot was in a boot I think my surgery was in 13 and the bird was seen in 14 2014 my foot was still in the boot from the surgery and I had my good friend Dave King a fantastic birder from over in the Vicksburg area come pick me up he was so kind. He came all the way from Vicksburg to pick me up in Madison, drove me over there, and would you believe it, that bird was last seen about a half an hour before we got there. Well, that was that was a pretty cool uh, sighting. I, I had never realized, I don't, I, from what I remember, that was the first documented recording of a snowy owl, Mississippi. You may know more than I do, but... Um, I Very would, interesting, and I know he got photographed a lot during those Oh, days. yes, he did. It, uh, there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that got to see him. I was not one of them. Uh, I would have to check Bill Turcott's book, uh, Birds of Mississippi, uh, that was published a number of years back. Bill Turcott's book has all of the documented sightings going back for decades and decades and decades. Uh, we even had a, a sighting of fork-tailed flycatcher many, many, many years ago. I would assume that if there has ever been another sighting of a snowy owl in Mississippi, and I don't know of one. Uh, the bird there at Mahana National Wildlife Refuge, just north of Vicksburg, is the only one I know about. But if there was one, it will be in Bill's book. Uh, and that is encouraging me to go check that out. I appreciate that. I was also going to mention uh, we have another owl that is found in Mississippi that is probably not very common because it's so localized, but the short-eared owl can be found in the Black Prairie region of Mississippi up around uh, Starkville, Columbus, uh, Macon, West Point, up in that region. Right. Uh, they're, they're a ground nester, and uh, you can see them up there if you're a birder and interested, and you see them out in those open prairie regions. Uh, they, they tend to kind of hover and flutter around like the uh, uh, harrier does. Right. Uh, and a lot of people will see them thinking that it's a harrier, but it's not. Those harriers will actually flush them up every now and then. The short-eared owl I didn't list among the four because they don't breed here in Mississippi. They're only down here in the winter. Ah, okay. Most of the time that we see the short-eared owls, we're up in the area around Tunica, um, that particular part of the, the state. They're far more common up there in the Delta uh, cornfields. They love cornfields, and they'll hunker down in those cornfields during the day if they're not actively hunting. And uh, if you go up there to tunica right around the area outside of that uh that casino there's an uh, i can't remember the name of the road there's a specific road i can drive you right to it uh, a specific dirt road up there in tunica county and you can sit 
on that dirt road, and right at dusk, I mean, it's almost too dark to see, but right at dusk, they all come out of the cornfields and start flying over your head, and it's uh, it's a wonderful sight to behold, for sure. We also get the migratory sandhill cranes up there on a fairly regular basis. We, we do have a native non-migratory sandhill crane down on the coast at the Sandhill Crane National Wildlife Refuge. Those don't go back and forth. They don't migrate. But the ones that we get in the winter up there in the northern delta regions are uh, definitely a migratory bird that comes from further north. Well, it's great conversation. Enjoy the show. And we're we're on our way, headed up to Columbus to go see the air show. We're going to keep listening to you. Uh-oh. Who's in Columbus? Is Tell me it's not the Thunderbirds. Uh, the Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds, the Wings Over Columbus Air Show. I grew up watching the Thunderbirds. I, I'm I'm a Biloxi guy, and uh, I, just about every year they would come to Keesler and put on an air show for us, and, and it was one of the thrills of my life as a youngster growing up to get to see the Thunderbirds every year. Enjoy that show. It is a fantastic, fantastic show, and I know you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, they've got a great lineup for today. Uh, they'll be flying today and tomorrow up at Columbus. It's free. If anybody wants to go, you got time to go. It's going to be worth it. I would love to get up there. I actually have plans both days, so I don't think I'm going to make it. But uh, I can assure you, if I didn't have my, my weekend fully booked, I would be in the car. You enjoy that, yeah. okay? All right. Thanks, Ricky, Appreciate for calling in about owls. I did want to mention that we also have one other species of owl that has been seen in Mississippi in the wintertime. Uh, very few records at all, and that is the northern sawwet owl. Uh, I've never seen one in Mississippi. I, I am always looking. Um, we may or may not have a few records, uh, winter records, of long-eared owl. I don't know of any, but it would not surprise me at all if those were here. Um, they are remarkable birds, a little little thinner postured uh, and, and slightly longer looking than a great-eared owl, a great horned owl. So uh, another one of those beautiful owl species. If we counted them all up, um, I'd say probably... Eight owls have been seen in Mississippi, um, but only four that are, are regular resident owls. That was a great little segment on owls there. That's something that we don't often get into. A lot of folks want to talk about our bluebirds and our hummingbirds and uh, the orioles and all of the wonderful warblers that come through with their beautiful clothing on. And, of course, those goldfinches that are going to pop up soon. And after a few weeks, they'll come out with their Sunday go-to-meet and clothes on and be beautiful and yellow. All right. You're talking to Ken Hackman, the Birdman, here on Weekend Gardening. We'll be back with you just a moment after this break. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Do you know your indoor air quality score? Today, one in five people suffer from or have allergy or asthma. 90% of homes have indoor air quality problems. Over 25 million Americans suffer from asthma. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and our indoor air quality is two to five times worse than outdoors. Call 1-800-SOLUTIONS today. Green Home Solutions is the best decision you can make towards improving your family's indoor air quality. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for your trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331.20. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'd like to be under the sea. In an octopus's garden in the shade He'd let us in Knows where we've been In his octopus's garden 
in the shade. I absolutely love that song, Octopus's Garden. That was a big one back in the 60s, wasn't it? Either the 60s or 70s, because I think Ringo Starr sings this one. Is that after? Okay. Yeah. I, I knew it was Beatles, but I wasn't sure exactly what year that was. I was thinking late 60s. I mean, I haven't really heard this song until I started working on the show, so this is the first time I'm actually hearing it in a while. <laughs> I do know that there's one beautiful young lady listening today that could tell us exactly what year that came out, uh, and, and probably who the producer was, uh, anything and everything about that album there is. Um, beautiful woman. I live with her, so uh, I kind of know about her obsession with the Beatles. She is a phenomenal lady. We've got Tom on the line from Ocean Springs. Tom, what do you have? for us this morning. Hello, Tom. You're on the air with the Birdman. Go ahead. Yes, good morning. Good to talk to you. I'm listening to your program whenever I can. Well, thank you. I just wanted to uh, step in this morning and uh, ask if you would uh, educate or talk to your audience today about chimney swifts. Absolutely. Be glad to. Uh, do you have any specific questions, or do you want me to just start waxing eloquently? Just to educate the audience, I'm not sure people know what they are. I certainly didn't until I uh, had them, uh, found them in my uh, chimney here at the house about six years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, we thought they were bats, and then I thought they were uh, swallows until I Googled it and found out that it was a very rare bird. Uh, protected species, and uh, they raised young in my chimney that year. So we uh, we had a real treat of hearing the uh, chirping in the uh, chimney. And so now they they come back every year. Excellent. And uh, so I looked it up and I bought a book called uh, Chimney Swift Towers by Paul and Georgian Kyle. Yes, I have that book. Uh, Yes, uh, it's a great little book, so I educated myself on chimney swift, and then I built a uh, chimney swift tower that uh, they provide the plans for in the book. Right. So I have a tower now also next to the house, and I'm I'm hoping they'll nest in there uh, after they uh, raise young in the chimney this year. Right. So anyway, it's a very rare bird, and uh, I was really... Uh, um, amazed at, at the what what kind of a bird it is. So I just was wondering if you would uh, talk to us all about what you know. I will be glad to. The chimney swift is a a wonderful bird. Historically, uh, before um, the the discovery of of North America by by uh, the Europeans. Chimney swifts nested in hollow trees all over the eastern half of the United States and, and even into the western portion of the United States. And these chimney swifts nested in those hollow trees. Well, as development took place and, and the, the colonists needed places for homes and whatnot, slowly all of those old-growth trees got cut down that were hollow in the middle. Well, the chimney swifts needed to find a way to continue surviving, and they adapted very well by moving into the chimneys on these uh, early homes in the United States. And for the last few hundred years, chimney swifts have done very well nesting in chimneys. There are a couple of things about the chimney swift. One chimney will only house one nest. 
Only one nest will be built in any one house. The chimney swifts will do a wonderful job of eating flying insects in and around your house. I, I do need to mention one thing. They're not very rare. Their numbers are in decline, though, because a number of years ago, people started getting tired of, and I never would, but people started getting tired of hearing the noise of the chimney swifts in the towers or in their chimneys. And people started going about the fact or going about the process of blocking up those chimneys by putting mesh around them to prevent the chimney swifts from moving in. That was not so good for the chimney swifts, which, again, eat a lot of flying uh, insects. So the solution for that was that there was a development of plans and it has been spread throughout the United States uh, for building chimney swift towers to take the place of the chimneys that they're no longer able to nest in. The the process of building those towers has has spread all over the country to such a degree that schools are now picking up on that process. I teach at Madison Central High School in Madison, Mississippi, and we have three chimney swift towers on campus that I had built. Uh, we've been very fortunate to team with, uh, and this is a great idea for those of you out there who are teachers, team up with your local uh, Boy Scout group. Uh, Eagle Scouts have to have a project that benefits the community in some way, and we've been fortunate enough to have Eagle Scouts build those three chimney swift towers that we put up on campus. They are wonderful. Not only will chimney swifts nest in those towers, in the fall when they're migrating back south, uh, only one pair will nest in a tower, but in the fall during the roosting period, there will be hundreds and hundreds of chimney swifts roosting in a single tower. Um, I have seen in, in West Texas, not West Texas, probably mid-Texas, uh, around the, uh, the this, this side of Odessa and Midland, um, had the opportunity one time to see this wonderful old restaurant that had a big smokestack beside it, steak restaurant, with a huge smokestack behind it that had to be from a former plant or factory of some sort. That smokestack was, I'd have to guess, at least 150, maybe 175 feet tall. And chimney swifts form what's called a chimney swift tornado. And they literally swirl around at high speeds. I mean, really high speeds. And then just as dusk is approaching, just before it gets dark, all of those hundreds and hundreds of them will be circling around the chimney swift. And at full speed, they'll dive right down into the chimney, just dozens of them at the same time. It's an amazing thing to watch. And then, of course, they are adapted to hanging on to the inside of that chimney, the, the brick on the inside. And, of course, when we build the chimney swift towers, we try to use uh, lumber with the rough side facing in. And generally, I recommend using lumber that has the um, the slats. Uh, I don't know exactly what you call it, rail uh, the rail slats that you get, I, I buy that to, to build chimney swift towers or recommend that for the chimney swift towers so that they've got a place to, to hook their talons into. And they also have a very stiff tail feather to help hold them in place. And they sleep like that, hanging on the side of the inside of the uh, the chimney or the tower or whatever else. A lot of Audubon centers have chimney uh, swift towers up. Um, I would recommend if you've got the habitat for them in your area, 
can't put up a tower, you're helping to save one of America's birds. Uh, again, not very rare yet, but it is in severe decline, and uh, we do need to do everything we can to protect those insect-eating birds. Uh, we all know that insects can overpopulate very quickly and cause a lot of damage, so having the chimney swifts around is a wonderful thing, and I really have to thank you, Tom, for bringing that up. That's that's another one of those topics we typically don't get to here uh, on the Weekend Gardening Show. And I love talking about Chimney Swift, love those towers, and I would like to encourage everybody out there to buy a book uh, that contains plans for building a Chimney Swift tower. It's not difficult. really isn't difficult. You can get one of those and have a Chimney Swift tower in your yard and reduce those flying insects for sure. Okay? We're going to take a break here at the top of the hour. When we come back, we are going to be talking to Colette McIntyre from the Garden Club of Jackson, and she's going to let us know a little something about the spring tour. Also, we're going to get to some text messages that have come in. We'll take care of those and then go straight to Colette after the text message answers. All right? You're listening to The Birdman, filling in for The Garden Mama right here on Weekend Gardening. We'll see you right back. Nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men and a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
The Mississippi House and Senate met this morning to discuss the elimination of the state income tax, with Governor Tate Reeves stating that the elimination will happen, but that cutting $100 million a year isn't enough. Reeves also addressed the looming deadline of the legislative session. But make no mistake, an arbitrary legislative deadline of 8 p.m. on Saturday is not going to make this issue go away. We are going to eliminate the income tax. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat, and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Agriculture is Mississippi's largest industry, employing over 17% of the state's workforce, with fertilizer prices up more than 30% from the start of the year and gas prices at record levels. Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson expressed concerns. And our farmers are having to absorb those costs as part of planting the crops that are going in right now. And now uh, the, the, the uh, actual uh, price of uh, just operating a farm is going up on top of the fact that consumers are going to feel the added food prices and they are inflation skyrocketed to a four decade high of 7.9 percent in february and russia's invasion of ukraine is also having an impact ukraine uh, provides about 30 percent of the global wheat there uh, uh, in in that region and uh, about 20 percent of corn Food prices increased 7.9 percent over the past year that's the biggest jump since july of 1981. In Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Baseball action last night saw Ole Miss take on Tennessee and Oxford. Tennessee extended their win streak to 13 games, a 12-1 win over Ole Miss. The only run for the Rebels was a Tim Elko solo home run shot. Tennessee improves to 21 and 1 over all 4-0 in the conference. Ole Miss falls to 16-5, 2-2 in the SEC. Game two is tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch, 6:30 airtime on the Ole Miss Baseball Network. Mississippi State took on Alabama, trailed 5-1, hit a three-run shot, made it 5-4, and then a two-out, two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth, tied it 6-6. A walk-off home run in the tenth, though, when it's for the Bulldogs, Mississippi State wins 7-6 to six over Alabama. Game 2 is today, 2 o'clock, first pitch, 1.30 is the airtime. And Southern Miss is a winner on the road as they beat Western Kentucky 10-8. Conference USA baseball action. The Golden Eagles are 15-7, 3-1. They'll play again today in Bowling Green, Kentucky at 1 o'clock. It's the Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? 
go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Okay, Mississippi, I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound. But I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. This is the last weekend of March, and that means that March Madness is reaching its climax. The semifinal and final rounds are this weekend in the NCAA tournament in the West Regional. Arkansas knocked out number one Gonzaga 74-68, and Duke beat Texas Tech 78-73. So Arkansas and Duke will meet for tonight's West Regional Final Championship to see who makes the Final Four. And that tip-off will be around 7.30 tonight between Arkansas and Duke. Another Southeastern Conference team has made a Final Four, and that's in the NIT where Texas A&M is in the Final Four of the NIT at Madison Square Garden. And Texas A&M will take on Washington State on Tuesday in the semifinal round. Xavier and St. Bonaventure will be the other semifinal on Tuesday night. The championship game of the NIT is Thursday night at Madison Square Garden. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. away the birdman will play welcome birdman ken hackman And good morning, Mississippi. We are back this morning. This is Ken Hagman, the Birdman, filling in for Garden Mama, Nellie Neal, the empress of all things green, just taking a day off, enjoying a, a well-deserved rest. And uh, we've got a couple of very special guests coming up for you in just a minute. Do want to hit a couple of text message questions. We don't want to forget those text message folks. Daniel, what do you have for us there in the studio? Yeah, so Paula from Caledonia actually texted us. Uh, she wants to know, how do I attract hawks in my backyard? Uh, feed lots of birds and the hawks will come. Uh, one of the things about having bird feeders is you're going to attract some hawks, specifically exhibitors. If you have a lot of squirrels in the area, you're likely to attract some red-tailed hawks. Uh, both of those are going to do a good job of, of uh, getting rid of some of your pests. Unfortunately, and this is one of the realities of life, circle of life, Lion King, all that good business, uh, one of the realities is if you feed birds and you got them in concentrations in your yard, Eventually, you are going to attract an exhibitor, which is one of those uh, hawks that does feed on birds. What was that second text you had for us? Yeah, so the second text came from Tracy from Past Christian. She said her neighbors across the street have lots of purple martins and in their per purple martin house. She also has a purple martin house on her lake, and but there's no purple martins. 
She said, uh, what can I do to lure them next year? Uh, there is an actual CD. Uh, used to be a cassette, but you know that's been gone for a long time. Uh, there is an actual CD called Purple Martin Dawn Song, and having that CD playing in your yard will help to attract Purple Martins. It's important to note a couple of things. One, that house has to be kept clean. It needs to be lowered, cleaned out, uh, sprinkle a little seven dust in there every year, uh, then then blow that back out and put the Martin house back up nice and clean so that the Martins can move into it. Uh, don't feel too bad about the Martins not being there. If, you, uh, if you're putting them up for mosquito control, the sad story is that only 3% of a Martin's diet is actually mosquitoes. They're not the great mosquito eaters that everybody thinks they are. Now, if you want to have the Martins just to enjoy having Martins around, then that is special, and we'd love for you to enjoy every bit of that. Make sure it's clean, uh, and if it's clean and, and in the right place, it needs to be at least 15 feet off the ground um, and out in the open. You don't need any obstructions anywhere nearby. Then uh, you should have them. If you don't get them, then... Try that uh, Dawn song. It's available online, or I've seen it at uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. So there are the answers to two of our text questions. And now we have some very, very special guests from the Garden Club of Jackson. We're going to talk to Colette McIntyre and a friend of hers that's sitting in with her. Colette, good morning. You're talking to the Birdman right here on Super Talk uh, Weekend Gardening Show. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I am so excited about your upcoming spring tour. I have to tell you that being a birder and, and loving my animals, I am certainly excited about the Go Native plant sale. You'll have to talk about that. First, let us know something about the tour hours and when it's taking place. Okay, well, thank you. Um, the tour will be on Wednesday, April the 6th, and Thursday, April the 7th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., rain or shine. And it's going to be in the Meadowbrook Highlands um, gated subdivision right off of Meadowbrook Road in northeast Jackson. And there will be um, parking at um, 4000 Ridgewood Road at Covenant Presbyterian Church, which is really around the corner from Meadowbrook Highlands. And we will have shuttle um, bus running constantly um, those days, taking people to and from the parking lot to the um, tour. Um, there'll also be a shuttle inside Meadowbrook Highlands, and for those that don't want to walk the tour from house to house, um, they can ride. Well, that's exciting. And, that's exciting. Yes. I, I heard something about the artists that are going to be there. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, okay. Well, we have something called art Artists in the Garden, and we have 15 artists that are that are local artists native to the Jackson um, Central Mississippi area, and each each garden will have an artist paint um, a live painting um, in the morning, and then another artist in the afternoon. Oh wow, that's special! At each at each garden, and there's there's five total gardens on tour. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and I understand that there's a very, very special location that the tour will be benefiting this year. Can you talk us uh, talk to us a little bit about that? Um, yes, the, the garden tour proceeds will benefit the remodeling and restoration of the garage of the Eudora Welty Historic Home Site in Bellhaven. That and they will is... use this for horticultural activities and workshops. That is fantastic. 
That is fantastic. Uh, what else can you tell us about the event? Um, well, we have some special things going on during the event. We have an evening garden party, which is on the Tuesday evening, April 5th. Um, that's kind of the kickoff party. That would be an, It will be an evening party that's cocktail. Unfortunately, that has sold out, so um, tickets are no longer available. So there is a second opportunity to, to attend an evening event, an after-hours event, on Wednesday, April 6th. And it is called Fresh Cut Flowers After Hours. And it is being um, sponsored by Fresh Cut Catering and Florals. And Julia Putt of um, Fresh Cut will be doing a live floral arranging demonstration um, during the party. It's a two-hour party from 5.30 to 7.30. And we'll also have an artist, Jill Steenhoos. She is an, um, a French artist from France. She is going to be um, in the United States. Actually, she's here now, but she's touring and she travels with her art and does art shows across the South. And she will be the artist in the garden showing her art on the evening of Wednesday, April 6th at at Fresh Cut Flowers After Hours. And those times are 5.30 to 7.30 and the ticket price is $25. And that includes food and beverage. That is really special. I understand you have a friend with there with you? Yes, Evie. Evie Hines. She's my co-chair. We're co-chairing together. Well, hello, Evie. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing just fine. That's fantastic. I am so excited to hear that this coming up. I have one disappointment. I'm a school teacher, so 9 to 3 is not going to happen for me, and I was... So looking forward to the Go Native plant sale. Any chance that that'll be available in that Wednesday night slot? The native plant sale will only be available at the at the Covenant parking lot. I'm sorry to say. That's okay. I might, I might be able to twist somebody's arm and, and uh, get them to let me out of school long enough to scoot down there. My planning period is from 12 to 2, so if I can get down there quickly enough, I want to check out those native plants. I'm all about those natives. Good. I hope yeah. you're able to work that out. We should be posting on, um, on our Instagram site in the next week a list of the native plants that will be for sale so watch for that, and if there's something that catches your eye, you can always, you know, give one of us a call, and we, we can secure one for you. Absolutely. i tell you what. Why don't you give us that Instagram contact info so that folks that want to uh, follow you on Instagram, and if you've got Facebook as well, um, how can folks follow you, and is there a phone number that they can reach you? Okay. You can follow us on Instagram at the Garden Club of Jackson. Okay. And then the Garden Club of Jackson.com is our website. And all of this information about the tour is on the website, as well as a, a, a link to purchase tickets to all the different events. Excellent. Well, I think that uh, possibly you may have quite a few sales after this pitch. Uh, that sounds like a really exciting event, and I, I certainly hope that you folks have a wonderful turnout. Uh, and the, the Eudora Welty Place is a very special place to a lot of us here in central Mississippi. Um, I've been very fortunate enough to, to work with Miss Welty on a project, and I tell you, it um, it's something that, that – a lot of us hold dear, and I am so excited that this is going to benefit uh, her her location there. We are too, Ken. 
Well, great. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We're so glad that you could join us this morning and share a little bit about your spring tour. That's the Garden Club of Jackson spring tour, uh, and that's going to be held. Uh, Give us those dates once again real quick. Okay. It's going to be Wednesday, April 6th and Thursday, April 7th from 9 to 3, rain or shine, at Meadowbrook Highlands, 1500 Meadowbrook Road. And parking and plant sale and headquarters is at 4000 Ridgewood Road, which is the Covenant Presbyterian Church parking lot. I think I can try to get to Covenant Pres by the time uh, I get out for lunch and head down there and have my planning period. I can get back. So I look forward to seeing you ladies there. We do, too. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you for having us, Ken. You have a good day. Absolutely. You, too. Enjoy that beautiful weather outside. I'm sure both of you will be out gardening. (laughs) Yes. All right. Thanks for calling. That was Colette McIntyre and uh, her friend Avi from the Garden Club of Jackson Spring Tour coming up April 6th and 7th. Uh, Boy, uh, just head down to Covenant Presbyterian between 9 and 3, and they will get you over where the gardens are. It promises to be an exciting event. I know several of the artists uh, that are going to be there. My good friend Terry Cribb, um, I'm looking forward uh, to seeing her, and as always, Wyatt Waters and his wonderful work. just promises to be a great event, and you folks should head down there and check it out. It's a Wednesday and Thursday. Those are typically not days that people are working in their garden. Take a little time off and head down there and see that. Headquarters at Covenant Presbyterian, and then uh, they will get you out into the neighborhood where the gardens are. Some beautiful gardens, I'm sure. All right. Uh, Did we have any other text messages come in, Daniel, that you can pass on to us? Yeah, we actually got a few more come in. Uh, Ray and Clinton texted us. He says, um, I was told by more than one person that you could put cayenne pepper with, in with your bird seeds, and that would keep the rats, squirrels, such as uh, that out of your bird seeds. Uh, what do you, know, what do you uh, think about that? Uh, that's actually an ingredient called capsaicin from the cayenne pepper that is put in there. If you can get pure capsaicin, then that would be the way to go. Um, it does have mixed results. It will help to hinder them for sure. Uh, squirrels and rats don't like the flavor of that, that pepper uh, concentrate, and it will deter them to a degree. Um, probably not quite as effective as the safflower is, but it will certainly knock them back. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in with that or texting in with that uh, suggestion. It did not come to the top of my head, despite the fact that my parents used it quite a bit. I didn't have squirrels where I am until just the last couple of years, and um, that's certainly something that I'll have to think of, along with the safflower seed from Wild Birds Unlimited. What else do you have for us, Daniel? Yeah, uh, we got a couple more texts. Uh, Greg and Nettleton texted us. He says, um, he actually sent us a little joke. He said, um, <laughs> you know why you'll never see a black crow laying in the road? Because his buddy are always hollering at him, car, car, car. <laughs> Uh, One of my favorite memes out there is a pair of crows sitting on a log. And I don't know how many of you know what you call a collective group of crows. They're called a murder. So a group of crows is a murder of crows. And there are these two crows sitting on a log, and the, the meme underneath says, attempted murder. 
I that's that, I know dad joke lame whatever you want to think I uh, I've always enjoyed that one uh, car 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 I, I tell you one thing that you can do now it's a little difficult in the springtime and early summer because the young have uh, the young American crows have something interesting another somewhat little joke but it does bear itself true among birders is that the we have two crow species in our area and the american crow has a monosyllabic call uh, the fish crow has a disyllabic call and the joke is as a crow is flying flying over if you don't know which one it is just ask are you an american crow and if he says then it's an american crow if he says then he's not so he'll tell you no i'm not one that's uh, that's one of the birders' jokes out there. And now that I've thoroughly embarrassed myself on the air and on live stream in front of the state of Mississippi, uh, we'll move on. Uh, want to remind everybody, this is a caller-driven show. You can give us a call and tell us what's going on in your neck of those. We want to hear from you. This is your show. Uh, the number to call is 888-808-8637. That's 888-808-8637. And as always, you can text us on that C Spire text line as long as you're not driving, you can text us at 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Uh, you had one more text just come in, right? Actually, we have uh, three more that just came Wow. Uh, Ken texted us, and he said a few years ago he was working on a scaffolding, and he, saw, he thought he saw a hummingbird or it was a giant bumblebee. Turned out to be a hummingbird moth. Follow him around for a while. Never saw one before since I found it fascinating. And he said the moth was in Pike County, Mississippi. Right. We have hummingbird moths uh, pretty much throughout the state. A wonderful little moth. And, and they fly very much like a hummingbird. Uh, very fast wing beats. And they'll go from flower to flower collecting that nectar just like a hummingbird would. And a lot of people, I think, mistake the hummingbird moth for a hummingbird. Um, just an interesting thing that, that uh, happens. And... It's amazing. It's really, really amazing how that works. Um, we have a call coming in. I wanted to mention real quick, I, I was given a reminder earlier in the show that weather can have a great deal of effect on bird movement and bird migration. Um, specifically, a lot of times when we have hurricanes, uh, a lot of those birds from the coast get blown. Birds that you would not see even on the coast without going out into the ocean, uh, into the Gulf of Mexico, will have things like magnificent frigate birds and sooty terns and bridal terns and uh, tropic birds and all kinds of gannets get blown into our larger reservoirs, the Ross Barnett Reservoir, the Enid Lake, the Sardis Reservoir, Grenada, um, and Arkabutla. All of those are wonderful places to visit right after hurricanes come in. Okay, we're going to get to uh, a couple of other things. Uh, I did want to mention that when snow comes in, it will also chase away snowy owls if you get a really good big blast of cold air. I speak from personal experience. When we come back, we're going to listen to a couple more texts and answer those questions. I want to remind you to call us 888-808-8637. That number again, 888-808-8637. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the woods or ask any questions you may have. You're listening to Ken Hackman, the Birdman, right here on Weekend Gardening, filling in for the Garden Mama. We'll be back in just a minute. So pure, it's the morning too. The rail go low, it's Friday too. Oh, I they talk and say, come on. 
case, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Wait now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazda of Jackson. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. What are the best dressed homes wearing this spring? Miss Kelly Furniture. And during spring refresh days, it's a breeze to freshen up your home. Save up to $300 off the latest trends in home fashion. How about some mid-century modern? Or try something unexpected and spread your payments out over five years. Add the elegance of traditional dining or splash color all over a room. With savings like these, updating your home isn't just easy. It's so much fun during spring refresh days at all Miss Kelly locations. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. 
Caught me singing. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Ken Hackman, the Birdman, filling in for the Garden Mama this morning, taking a well-deserved break. And we're talking about gardening for wildlife, gardening for the birds. I tell you what, the number one topic this morning seems to have been owls, and we have yet another caller who wants to talk about owls. Ed from Oxford, you're on the air with the Birdman. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. This is Ed from up in Oxford. I guess everybody in Oxford gets to see snow owls. Um, I grew up in upstate New York, and uh, every day after uh, school, I'd go out hunting. And I was out hunting uh, in the woods one uh, evening, afternoon, and uh, there on the ground stood uh, a white bird. I had no idea what it was, and it was good size, I and mean, it wasn't a, a little bird, and it was not running away or flying. It was just kind of staying on the ground and moving a little bit, mm-hmm. and it turned out it was a snow owl. They are beautiful birds. It's actually snowy owl. Um, did you say at the beginning that everybody in Oxford gets to see them? <laughs> well, I've heard at least one other person, so... I'm assuming that that person, was that Gene Knight by any chance? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. (laughs) Gene Knight probably got down to Mahana to see that bird that showed up in Vicksburg a number of years ago. Gene is is one of the the absolute best birders I have ever met. Uh, The man is phenomenal. And uh, getting to know Gene is is a very special treat. You can learn more about birds from him than you could learn from me in 100 years. Uh, Just a fantastic birder and, and somebody that I'm proud to call a friend. Well, I don't know if we would be considered official birders. We've got a lot of uh, theaters out, and uh, we've had as many as 50 uh, hummingbirds at a time. And uh, at one point, I've got a uh, hummingbird that came in. It was uh, North Te- or South Texas was its uh, range. Uh huh. And uh, I guess it just got blown up here or whatever. But we we set it stayed around for about three days, and uh, it it wasn't a fly in fly out. It it stayed on the feeders pretty good. Would that have happened to have been a buff bellied hummingbird? I don't remember. It's been too many years um, <laughs> that I got it. But uh, another time I was down in Brazil. And you know how a ruby throat has the deep red throat, like a triangle or a right. chip or whatever. That bright gorget, um, yes. And I saw a uh, hummingbird in Brazil that had uh, really violent bright green on the back of his neck, like he had the uh, chip on the, the back of his neck. And so we've been lucky to see some some good birds, and uh, I'm excited that uh, the Baltimore Orioles will be coming back. We're going to start getting some oranges out for them now. Get those oranges out, and I tell you what, if you've got the time, plant a 
tulip poplar. Uh, they bloom with with orangey flowers, yellow orange flowers here in the springtime, and that is it's almost like crack for Orioles. I mean, they just absolutely love it. Uh, I tell you another place that you might want to get to is that uh, Monteverde in Costa Rica. Uh, I've never seen so many different varieties of hummingbird in one place as I have there. It's a very special thing. There's one hummingbird there called the uh, the uh, oh my goodness the violet saber wing and that sucker is so big you'll think a helicopter has flown in it's uh, it's quite the sight well thanks for calling in Edford uh, Ed from Oxford and uh, I appreciate that information that's great to know and uh, when you see Gene next time tell him I said hi okay we'll do it. All right. Thanks for calling. That was Ed in Oxford telling us his story of a snow owl, snowy owl, and uh, they are indeed special birds. We've got John on the line from Cleveland, and if I'm not mistaken, we're going to get to play my favorite game, Name That Bird. John, what do you have? I've got two small uh, gray birds. One of them was kind of a dark. They were about the size of a sparrow. And uh, I don't know anything else that I could tell you about it. You can give me no color descriptions other than gray? They were just gray. And like I said, one of them had was almost had some black on it. But they were the size of a sparrow. Maybe a little smaller, so. Okay. Uh, you might want to look, if you've got a field guide, you might want to take a look at the uh, dark-eyed junco, slate-colored junco. Uh, juncos are quite commonly found down here in the wintertime. They head back up north uh, here in the spring. I uh, don't think I've seen one in a few days. So uh, check out a book and see if the slate-colored junco fits your build, Okay. I'll do it. Thank you. All right, John. Thank you. One of my favorite games is to play Name That Bird. We love trying to identify things that are found in your yard. Um, If you've got something you're not quite sure of, give us a call. We'd love to try to answer your question. Remember, this is a caller-driven show, and you can always reach us at 888-808-8637. That's 888-808-8637. A free call anywhere you can hear my voice. If you can't hear my voice, you probably don't know to call. Uh, You can also text us, ladies and gentlemen, at 601 879-4395. That's the C Spire text line. Please feel free to text us a question if you don't want to be on the air, and we'll try to get to that and answer that for you, too. That's the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. I got through it that time without messing up, Daniel. I I got a a text just now on my own phone from a dear friend. Um, Actually, it's my best friend. I'm I'm not going to pull any punches. And he let me know that I could not sing. most most ashamedly, I was caught uh, singing, I can see clearly now, uh, when we came in at the beginning of this segment. So those of you that are I do want, in, in my defense, to let you know that I have sung in operas and musical theaters, and twice I've sung the national anthem at Mississippi State Ballgame. So uh, I'm, I have a very raw throat right now coming out of a, a bout of bronchitis, but I, I can sing, Scott. I can sing. Just Eden. Just Eden. All right. Uh, any other lines or text messages coming in, Daniel? Well, we actually got a few text messages here on the C Spire text line, but we also had a phone call. Um, he didn't want to be on the air, but the guy's name was Preston, and 
he um I wrote down his question uh is um when we were talking about chimney swift uh swift birds mm-hmm. he he was say, you were saying something about like chimney swift birds and insects and he was wondering does that involve with honeybees also i've never heard of a chimney swift taking a honeybee they are a very small bird uh, they're the ones that that fly way up high and they look like a flying cigar a very cigar shaped body and their wings often look like they're fluttering at different times they're not but it's the rapidity of the wing beats that gives them that appearance i don't think a chimney swift would take a honeybee no Okay, I think that answered his question correctly. Um, and we also got one from Sam from Mount Hermon, Louisiana. Okay. Um, he says, talking about hawks, hawks have about a 10-mile hunt radius, uh, so just attracting more birds around your yard may not work because your neighbor a mile away may have more birds in the area. And that's pretty much what he says. That is true. But these uh, these accipiters, the Cooper's hawk, the sharp-shinned hawk, they have a tendency to go from one place to another. They have favorite hunting areas. And if you're feeding a lot of birds, they're probably going to go from that neighbor's yard a mile away to your yard and then to another person's yard. Uh, and we appreciate our listeners from Louisiana. We've got listeners from Louisiana, Arkansas, Alabama. Uh, I think we've had a few calls from Tennessee. And that doesn't even count the folks that are out of state, way out of state. We get calls in from Colorado. And uh, actually, I think we've had a call from Alaska before while I was on the air. So people that, that tune in the uh, supertalk.fm live stream, uh, we're always here. and We'd love to talk to you. Uh, a great bit of information. There are a lot of people out there that feed birds, and that may dilute a little bit the hawks that you'll see in your yard, but most of those accipiters, the coopers and the sharp-shinned hawks specifically in, in uh, the south down here, um, the coopers year-round, the sharp-shinned we see primarily in the uh, summer months, um, I'm sorry, primarily in the winter months. Um, we, um, we think that they're going to get around and find those spots from spot to spot. That was rather redundant. That came from the Department of Repetitive Redundancy Department. Okay? All right. Uh, we have Ken on the line from Eupora, and uh, Ken is going to talk to us in just a second. Before we do that, I-, I wanted to mention one more time something that you can do to help draw those hummingbirds into your feeders. Folks, they've been here for 20-some-odd days now. Uh, we've been seeing reports of them for well over three weeks. want you to know that you should put out your hummingbird feeders. If you don't have them out already, you need to get them out. Uh, you should put up your feeders. Please, 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 please. Make your own mix. The prepackaged mixes that you buy in the store have artificial colorings and flavorings and preservatives in them that can't be good for the birds. And um, there is some discussion about artificial flavor, uh, artificial coloring, the red food color, possibly hampering reproductive capabilities. Uh, don't use red food coloring. All you need is four parts of water to one part of sugar. Uh, for many years, it was thought you had to boil that. That's not necessary. You can just mix it up. I do like it to get warm so that... Uh, It'll, it'll go into solution quicker. The sugar goes into solution more quickly uh, if the water is warm. I like to use distilled water. I had a caller a number of years ago that said, well, won't that leach the materials out of their body? No, it won't. You're completely safe using distilled water. Uh, it goes in, and it's not going to leach anything out whatsoever. Okay? Great stuff there about hummingbird nectar. Get that nectar up. Get those feeders out. It's a great spring. Okay, we have Ken on the line from Eupora, and he's going to ask a question about hot food for birds. Go ahead, Ken. 
Yes, sir. My sister from Atlanta called me and said she had done stopped her squirrel eating her bird feed and said that she buys that hot bird feed and said the squirrels won't eat it, but it's, it doesn't harm the birds. And I was wondering about that. What do you think about that? Uh, it does work to a great degree. Uh, it, it's not 100% foolproof. Uh, I still maintain that uh, using safflower seed is a, a better choice. Uh, the capsaicin that, that comes from cayenne peppers, red cayenne pepper, uh, does work. You can buy that bird seed. Um, I'm, I honestly have not priced it lately, so I can't tell you what it costs. It will prevent uh, a large percentage of squirrels and rats from getting after the seed. It doesn't do it completely. I want to be honest with you about that. Uh, for that matter, even the safflower doesn't do it completely. Uh, maybe one out of every uh, several thousand squirrels will actually eat safflower seed. Uh, personally, I think they're a little squirrely. See what yes. I did there? Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead, and uh, you can give some nuts to the squirrels back in the back of the yard and, and put that uh, that hot seed, the capsaicin or, or uh, red cayenne pepper seed, uh, in the front of the yard, and maybe not front yard, but the front of your backyard where you like to watch your birds. And that may do a good thing for you. Uh, also, if you put up a uh, dried corn cob toward the back of the yard where the squirrels are, uh, you may get them sidetracked by going to the corn cob. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. We got we got a lot of birds around here, and I got about five or six bird feeders, and uh, they're pretty big. And then they'll be emptied by dead in the snow and the cold weather. The little uh, finches came, and they just they were twenty five to thirty around each bird feeder, and they just they, they emptied the bird feeder one time every day. Absolutely. You can go through some seed in a hurry, but I tell you what, that's money well spent with the joy that they bring us. And actually, there have been medical research studies that have shown that bird watching actually lowers blood pressure and is healthy for the heart. How about that? By the way, one hey, more man, thing. That's good. Yeah. One more thing, Ken. Do you know what the name Ken means? No, sir. Uh, well, I can tell you, as someone who's named Ken myself, I, I don't think it actually fits in my particular case, but I want you to know that the name Ken means handsome, and you must be one heck of a handsome devil. Oh, well, that helps, my, that helps me anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much. We can use Thank that. You, Thank you, sir. Uh, we can use that whether it's true or not in my case. Uh, always love the, the history behind names and naming. In fact, it's very exciting when you study the names and history behind birds. There are so many different things that you can look at out there. We're going to be back in just a little bit. We're talking about all kinds of things today. We've discussed owls. In fact, that's been our number one topic today is owls. Um, we've talked about plants for the uh, hummingbirds. We're going to go through again a list of those early blooming plants that you can look at. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's happening in your yard. We want you to give us a call. The number to call is 888-808-8637. That's 888-808-8637. Or as always, you can text us on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Ken Hackman, the Birdman, will be right back.
Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest. Not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community. Because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting themsway.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Spring is here at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Join us for our open house Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Join us Friday, April 1st with the Makita Driving Innovation Tour Trailer all day and good things with Rebecca Turner broadcasting live from 2 to 3 p.m. Then get your hands dirty on Saturday, April the 2nd with buy one, get one Bonnie Plants and the Garden Mama Nellie Neal from 8 to 10 a.m. Food, fun, door prizes, live music, and great deals can't be beat. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Chase loves soccer. I'm Chase Greer and I'm 12 years old. And his dream is to turn pro. That's why Chase and his family make sure he's always having fun and squeezing out his best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, buddy, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze Fruit on the Go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. That's my boy! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. 
right here on Weekend Gardening. This is Ken Hagman, the Birdman, filling in for the Garden Mama this morning as she's taking a well-deserved break. Uh, having a wonderful time this morning. We've been talking a lot about owls and uh, spring migrants and some of those wintering birds that are still around. Uh, we talked a good bit about hummingbird food coloring, but hey, the topic of the day seems to be owls. But guess what? We've got someone on the line from... Mm, guess he didn't stick around, huh? Yeah, I don't know if he... I guess he didn't want to stick around, I guess, but he may call back later. Okay. Well, we were going to talk about hummingbirds again for just a little bit. Uh, I think that was uh, Bert from Lawrence, Mississippi. That's actually some of my old stomping grounds. Uh, Lawrence is over there uh, between Lake and Newton. And um, my my mother's family is from De- is from Decatur there in Newton County. So uh, I've been to Lawrence quite a few times over the years. Remember, everybody, this is a caller-driven show. We'd love for you to call us and tell us what's going on in your neck of the woods. The number to call is 888-808-8637. That's 888-808-8637. And of course, you can always reach us on the Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. We've talked about a lot of wonderful things today, and I'm, I'm so glad that I was here to see you. Uh, we're down to our last segment. That makes me a little bit sad because I always enjoy getting to come on and fill in for Nellie and, and talk to all of you out there, find out what's going on in your neck of the woods, play a little Name That Bird, and discuss things. We never know what we're going to talk about. Uh, one time it'll be uh, snakes and how to keep them from around the yard, Mo. Uh, we'll talk about deer and how to keep them out of your gardens. We'll talk about squirrels. We'll talk about bats. Uh, the topic changes every time I'm on, and we're so thankful to be able to share that with you and have that special time. Today, we had the opportunity to talk to Colette McIntyre from the Garden Club of Jackson, and they're having their spring tour April 6th and April 7th. That promises to be an exciting event. Both days, they'll be going from 9 to 3, rain or shine, and you want to check that out. Um, The headquarters for that will be at Covenant Presbyterian, and you can go by Covenant Pres, and they'll have shuttles to take you on the tour of homes uh, there in their spring tour. Some beautiful gardens, native plant sales, all kinds of events going on, some wonderful art from artists, uh, including a guest artist from France, I believe she said. So that's an exciting time. We've got Paula on the line from Caledonia. And Paula, what do you have for us? Hey there, Ken. Hey, Paula. I just had a quick question about white-throated sparrows. Okay. I love their birds. They're my favorite birds, and I was wondering if you had any fun facts about them. White-throated sparrows are are one of my favorite wintering birds. I love their call, that old Sam Peabody, Peabody, Peabody. Um, That's a very, very welcome song to hear every year uh, when they move in in the the wintertime. Beautiful little bird. You know, our real sparrows, ladies and gentlemen, uh, have quite a bit of color and and are uh, very beautiful. Excuse me. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, Just getting over. My yes. All day. I had a little bit of a cough there. That's why I quit talking. Uh, you know, people don't know about our native sparrows. They're actually very, very beautiful. Uh, native sparrows, not the house sparrow that comes from uh, Europe. 
That was an invasive species that was brought in. And I take every opportunity I can. I love my birds, but I take every opportunity I can. As long as there are no eggs in the nest, if I find a, a house sparrow nest in one of my bluebird boxes, I will take it very quickly right out of the box and discourage them from nesting so that the bluebirds can move in. The bluebirds really need our help in that respect. Um, native sparrows, I, I, for 17 years, was fortunate enough to take part in a uh, graduate research program down in uh, LSU and Southeastern Louisiana University prior to that, banding Henslow sparrows, beautiful little sparrow with a greenish head. And folks, if you don't know sparrows, you don't know sparrows because they are some gorgeous birds, beautiful colors all over their bodies. You need to get out there and do some birding out in the field and find out what sparrows are all about. Uh, Paula, I love that question, and I'm so glad that you brought that to us this morning. Thank you, Ken, for sharing. We've been listening all morning. I've been really enjoying it. Well, thank you. I always love being on. Um, I have had a number of listeners over the years tell me I should have my own show. Uh, and when the legislature decides to add another hour or two to the 24-hour day, I might consider that. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't have the time, and I, I certainly love the, the the few chances that I do to get on. But I, I don't have the time, and, and maybe after I retire, we'll talk to somebody about uh, drumming something up. But as it is, I, I really appreciate Garden Mama, the empress of all things green, and I love filling in for her. She makes me feel very special. It was actually Garden Mama that gave me the nickname Birdman many years ago. Oh, that is great. I love y'all both, and I hope you have a great day, Ken. Thank you. You too, Paula. That was Paula from Caledonia. And uh, I tell you what, we have some wonderful listeners all over the state and even from out of state. Uh, we had a caller today from Louisiana, and we quite frequently have callers from Arkansas and Alabama and Tennessee as well. And believe it or not, all over the United States, folks will listen and call in. Daniel, did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, we actually had a caller. He didn't want to be on air with us, and he said he didn't want to text either. But he um, wants to know about uh, what you what you personally know about Chuck Will's widow birds. Uh, that you is give more information about that. That is one of my favorite birds. The Chuck Will's widow is a very close relative. Uh, they're in a family um, <laughs> that have the colloquial name goat suckers. Uh, the Chuck Will's widow is is found down here in the deep south. It's got a cousin that's very closely related that a lot of people think they hear here in Mississippi, and they may during migration, or if you're in the very far northern part of the state, you may hear them uh, during the summertime. Chuck Will's Widow is related to the Whippoorwill. Um, I, I do have the songs on my phone. I think I may be able to come close to mimicking uh, both the Chuck and the Whip. Chuck Will's Widow is kind of a... Oh, I forgot. I just recently had braces and I have lost the ability to whistle. It, it's kind of a... Whereas the Whippoorwill sounds more like... <clears throat> and and with a sore throat, that's not coming out very well either. So uh, Chuck Wills, what a great nocturnal flycatcher, uh, takes down those flying insects. Uh, they really, really are common uh, out around um, cattle farms and whatnot. But they have been very, very adaptable to moving into our cities. 
especially our large cities. I, I love driving into a place like Houston or Birmingham and around the big, well-lit billboards at night. You can see the Chuck Wills Widows uh, in, in the far southern parts, or you can see the Whippoorwills uh, and the common Nighthawks flying around some of those billboards. You know, it was the Nighthawks I was thinking of, not the Chucks and the Whips. It's the Nighthawks that fly around those billboards at night. My apologies. I got carried away with my love for those beautiful birds. The the common Nighthawk, Chuck Wills Widow, Whippoorwill, the Poor Will. Uh, there are quite a few birds in that group. Um, there is a wonderful bird down in South Texas, the Parake, and they can be nesting on the ground within a couple of feet of you and you'd never see them. Very, very well camouflaged birds. I absolutely love goat suckers. Folks in the country call them bull bats. If you've ever heard of a bull bat, uh, that is typically the common nighthawk, and uh, they've got this roaring sound as they dive down and and use that. And, and folks in the country have called them bull bats for many, many years. That was the term that I first heard from my grandfather. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is the music, and that means, sadly, very sadly, my time is over. I have so enjoyed being with you this morning. It's always a very special treat to get to fill in for the Garden Mama. This is Ken Hackman, the Birdman. I have loved every minute of it. We hope to see you soon again, right here on Weekend Gardening. Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of TeleSouth Communication. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? 
sponsored by Ab. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.